Did you know that really one of the most powerful things that you can do for your business is to become what I call a marketing first store owner? And that actually means that you're prioritizing marketing over all the other things that take up all your work hours. And I want to show you what that looks like. So today we're talking to a who I think is a really good marketing first store owner. She's going to walk through her funnel with you. We're going to talk about how to stay on track, how to stay focused, but also how to take advantage of the opportunities she can identify in her business as she builds her funnel. So I'll see you on the inside. It's totally worth a listen. You're going to get the real stuff here. Welcome to the e-commerce roadmap, the podcast for store owners who are growing their sales without spending a fortune on ads. Each week, you'll learn actionable strategies and tips that will fast-track the growth and profitability of your e-commerce business. So buckle up and join your host, Susan Bradley, as we dive into the work that will grow your sales this year. Okay, so I am here with one of my all-time favorite Inner Circle members. I call her Melissa Bike Pretty because that's her profile on Facebook, But I know, Melissa, your name is Melissa Davies. You are wicked smart. You have a super cool product. You contribute so much to our community. And I'm just really excited to have you on the podcast. I I feel like there's like 15 things I could talk to, to you about and people would get huge value. But today we're talking about building your sales funnel and um and that's so like it's so valuable for you to share your information. I'm I'm really excited about that. But before we do that, tell everybody the quick and dirty about Bike Pretty. Okay, so my background is in fashion design. Um, but I've been riding my bike just to get around town for like 20 years. And I used to get all dressed up to go to my fashion job. And I would put on heels and I would put on a nice dress. I'd put on my helmet and I'd ride to work, and people were just like, how is this possible? How are you doing this? Um, And I was always interested in starting my own design company. And I had a product in mind, but I was like, first, I need to build up an audience. So I'm going to position myself as the best bicycle fashion blogger, like, (laughs) in the world, basically. In the world, or or at least San Francisco. (laughs) (laughs) Which was, it's a super small niche, but I was like, I'm gonna go for it. So I started blogging all the time and in the background I was designing my product and it there was definitely tension between the blog and the design and then I launched my design and it was like crickets like nobody wanted it <laughs> which was a great lesson which was a great lesson I'm so glad I did that that was my first product it was a um, a leather handbag that fits on your bicycle but can also be easily taken off and looks really nice But during that time that I'd been blogging uh, and kind of building the Bike Pretty brand, um, I'd also been doing a lot of like affiliate link marketing. So that's, I don't know if people know about that, but it's where a blogger recommends a product and you can put a link in to Amazon or some of the other programs. And if anybody clicks that link and buys the product, then I get a small commission. So over like the year I'd been doing this, a lot of people had been buying bicycle helmets through my affiliate links because that's what they wanted. So my husband is really good at it. He's like, looked at all the data. He was like, okay, these are the styles people want. What if we transfer the store from your handbags to helmets? And that's how we started. I did not know that story. (laughs) That's genius. So even though you did what most people don't, like you knew enough to build an audience, it didn't guarantee that your product was a success. But then it was right when yes. you when you looked at your data that's when you knew so good that's a great story and so fast forward a few years and bike pretty is super successful and you yes. really are like you're not but you're basically a one product store you sell fancy hats that fit on bike helmets that's right and martha stewart owns one she does. <laughs> she does own one. Yeah, that was a huge surprise. Um, I didn't even know she had purchased one until a bunch of people started messaging me on Instagram. And they were like, Oh, my God, this is so amazing. And I opened up the app. And, and there she was like, 
But this beautiful post, she's wearing the helmet in a bunch of photos. She tagged us. She was like, they're sold out now, but you can get more. And it was just like, it was crazy. It was crazy. So good. But but I I just want to share with everybody that Melissa is really successful. She is, by definition, in my mind, a marketing first store owner. Uh, Like when I think of someone who's that way, I think of you. That's your favorite thing to talk about. That's what you're always... Um, you know, your focus, if you wanted to go somewhere, that's always where you would go. Uh, and, and you're really strategic about it. But even though you're so successful, and it, you love marketing, unlike so many people, you really do. Um, even though you're successful, and you love marketing, and you're really good at it, you did the, you built your sales funnel. When we came out with that training, you actually built it. Oh, Susan, like when that training came out, I felt like this is something I've been like missing from my marketing strategy. And because I don't even, I don't even know if I had a marketing strategy. I felt like, you know, I know if I put time into creating assets and like putting videos and photos and blog posts and whatever out there, like think good things happen, but I wasn't. I wasn't like, okay, here's an opportunity. Like people are seeing it. So now what do I do? Like, what are the next steps to really make sure I'm setting myself up and setting my sales up? Yeah. And so getting that, like one of those first meetings, I was like, oh my God, this is so great because I can see the breakdown. Yeah. And I really over it. Yeah. Because I I think, I mean, I've been in this sort of like blogging, like influencer marketing thing for 10 years now, let's say. And I can see stores that have, you know, like 100,000 followers or something and their posts get tons of engagement. But then you get this message from them. that's like, I have to close down because my sales aren't strong enough. And so I'm like, what is missing? Like, what is this thing in the middle where someone could have half a million followers, but feel like they're not getting enough sales? Like what? Yeah, no kidding. It, it so means- I guess that like <laughs> like you're failing again. <laughs> so when when I feel when I'm lucky enough to be in the phase where I'm getting some like attention from Martha Stewart, it's like and all the other people that come along with that, which is amazing. I'm like, okay, how do I best put my products out there in this? Because this is an opportunity going yeah. forward. And what do I do? Sure. So. When you started filling out your funnel, just like everybody else building your funnel, what, yeah. what was the first thing you noticed? Like what, like what was going through your mind and did it change the work that you were doing? I think it's always wild to look at how many people you need at the top of your funnel because it gets, it really does shrink down. It's like, I think when we talk about a funnel, we think about like, like we just think of this shape as a slide that somebody goes down <laughs> but it's not that it's not like my customer is going down the slide it's not that at all it's that quantity of people is getting smaller and smaller and smaller and so if I need this many people to make a purchase I need to have this wide net to start off with and so that it really like it kind of cut through that just that brought a lot of Um, you got to fill this thing up it has to be for you to increase the amount that's dripping out the bottom. And I saw where I was losing people and it wasn't, yeah, it was like much, much farther down. So it's like the middle and the lower part. Even though you're really good at marketing. Yes, exactly. I didn't have, I don't, I, I can see that I need to like beef that up. So it did change your strategy for sure. hundred percent, hundred percent. Like I, it started like, I think three months ago was when the first one was, which was great timing for me because it's like January. I guess great time for everybody. January is so slow. And so I was like, okay, so this is the strategy. Sales are slow this time of year, but marketing costs are also really low. So let's start working on this. So cool. So can we, uh, you're so generous. And I know we talked about this before we jumped on. So I'm not like, I'm not 
sneaking up on Melissa here, but we're going to share what your funnel looks like now so people can see, because this is, this training is so relevant for someone like you, who's got a successful business and feels like a lot is working really well, but it's also really good for someone who's just starting. And so can we take a look at what you're working on now, what your numbers are in your funnel and, and kind of talk about your strategy as we go through. I'm so excited to share. I always get so much from people who share bear stores. So it's like, it's exciting. Okay. We're going to do that. Okay. You are sharing your screen with me. You're so generous. So really gang, when we talk about building your sales funnel, this is so helpful because there are four data points that we track and measure on the funnel and you actually write it on your funnel. So you get a really good visual of this. And so the four Points are audience. First of all, audience is the top. That's a really big wide net that you need to cast. And that's like, how many people do you have to get in front of? How many people are you getting in front of right now? And of course, what is your goal? And then the next stage of the funnel is traffic. And that's people who hit your website from that big audience. And we already know what to expect that one to 2% of those people that are in your audience will be able to to uh, you'll be able to get them to go through and and click to your site. Traffic is something that you'll track in your funnel. And those people have moved from cold, just the awareness stage in audience, to knowing you a little bit better. They're a little bit warmer because now they have visited your site. And then the next stage of, of the funnel is focused marketing. And that's where it gets really tight. And that's where someone has been to your website. They might be on your email list. And that's where your work is, of course, to get them back to your site, get them back to your site, keep staying in front of them until they're ready to buy. And so that's a much smaller part of your funnel. It has a really drip down a lot by the time you're in focused marketing. And then, of course, some of those people, not all of them, are going to drip down into the bottom of your funnel and you'll track your conversion rate, your sales, like how many people out of out of all your web visitors are actually turning into buyers. And so what Melissa has done is you've actually set up a little spreadsheet because you do love the sheets. I do. I do. (laughs) You have some really funny sayings about the sheets, which we'll talk about later. But tell tell everybody um, what we've got here. So I love just setting up a really simple Google sheet so I I can track things and I can search for them in my Google Drive. So this helps me stay on track. And these are my funnel breakdowns, which is what we do. It's the clarity call, right? It's once a month. And yeah, when that started this year, and I was like, Oh, my God, these are so great. And I it's really, really helpful to look at what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Because it lets you know where you are today, and the work you have to do right to get to where I would say like the I love looking at where I was. And I feel so much pain when it's time to set a goal for like the next the next time I'm like oh that is like the most um anxiety inducing part of the process and I know from experience that when I'm scared to do something it's also really important to do that so I kind of like keep coming back even though it makes me feel like and I'm like no this is the work this is the work and each time it gets a little bit easier but I'm like I know it's important because I'm freaked out because you're freaked out. That's yeah. great. I think, <laughs> right? When I, when I know it's important, it's like I spend way too much time uh, overthinking and getting my ducks in a row. And yeah, you know, I'll do that next week or whatever. But let's talk about like, how do you want to approach this? Do you want to just talk about the top of the funnel first, your audience? Yeah. So I think this is probably helpful. So I, like I said, I've had my store for almost 10 years. And so my, my audience, um, I've been on Facebook and Instagram that entire time. So my audience is like on the larger side, it's for December to fit to January, it was 133,000 people. Then the next month it was 140,000. So these are like good numbers. Yep. Um, my product is costs more than a hundred dollars, so my straw hat bike helmet is about two hundred dollars. So my conversion rate is always like really, really low. It's under one percent. Common, normal, completely normal. Yeah, I didn't know that was normal until I joined the group, though. So that was great. <laughs> so you felt like you were losing already, like you weren't you weren't good enough. Yeah, for sure. 
it's really normal for over even over 75 bucks really normal yeah. to under, under 1%. So in uh in January when you did the training your 30 day audience size so that means the number of people that you got in front of the number of pairs of eyeballs was 133,000. Mm-hmm. And then you set a goal for the next 30 days. Yes. Which I, see, I see you didn't meet it. <laughs> no, I did not meet that goal. <laughs> of 200,000. Of 200,000, yeah. That's, you know, another 60-some thousand. But then in February, you had bumped up your audience size to 140,000 people. Yeah. And even better, my traffic was up. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So when we talk about traffic, we know one to two percent is going to click through and go to your website. So your your January traffic was seventy six hundred, mm-hmm. and you set a goal of eleven thousand. You were a little aggressive in January. I was a little aggressive in January. Yeah. Tell everybody <laughs> what your traffic was. In Feb- so then, in February, I got to ninety four hundred. So that was about two thousand more people. That's amazing. It's great. But we're now in this narrowed part of your funnel. They were further. You brought them further down your funnel purposefully. Yes. In the past, you would have just said, "Oh, my traffic's up. I wonder why." Or my traffic's not up. I need to. How do I? You know what I need to do that. You wouldn't know that you needed more people in your audience. Or I'd be like, you know, social media, like, you know, I know I can get a hit every once in a while, but I can't count on it. Or it's like, maybe I don't need to work on it this month because it doesn't actually bring the traffic or some, you know, some story like that. Yeah. So let's talk about where your audience is today, because now it's middle of April as we record. So I... I looked at, I know it's almost time to check. Well, today is the day to check it, to compare. So um, I knew I had a gap that I needed to to double my traffic because I was able to compare to last year's number and see why my sales were way down. Okay. And because it wasn't the audience size. It was my, my website traffic. And so what I started is I restarted Traffic Bootcamp, basically. And going through that, I was like, I know I did it last year, but I'm like, did I do it last year? Like, what, what is wrong with me? Like, there were so many things like in the training, it says like, you've completed watching this video. And so every single one was like, you've watched this. And I watched it. I was like, why is this new information to me? (laughs) Oh, that's so common. That's why everybody does reliable revenue every year, because you only like, you only take on what your brain will allow you each time you do it. So I, when I, when that happened, I sat down and I looked at my yearly plan and I put traffic boot camp like quarterly, like I need to go through and do this quarterly. It'd be in great shape. <laughs> <laughs> so you went back to traffic boot camp to bump up your traffic because you knew that you have a, you know, you have it set up to convert You're you're set up to convert. Yeah. And, and I feel like my website's pretty good. And my, my, um, engagement ad is like it's doing well. My, my video through plays are like one cent. My engagement's like five cents. So those are good numbers. Those are. So uh, what Melissa is talking about guys, if you haven't done any of our training, those video views and those engagement ads, that makes a really good pool of people that you can actually retarget on social media. And they tend to respond better than cold audiences. So you can create a really big audience for not a lot of money. Right, Melissa? It's 100%. And I think this is a message like it took me, I don't know, seven, eight, nine years to understand that. But it's like people really need to see your imagery, your brand over and over and over and over again. And that just being repetitive and showing up and like getting them to see it over and over and over again is key. And I had some good methods for getting in front of new people, but I was, I'm not doing so well in getting in front of the same people over and over and over again. And that's what this funnel training is really like bringing home to me. Oh, interesting. So, so with all that background story, did you, 
in getting your Let's trauma. go through it together. Uh, okay. Let's look at it together. Okay. okay. So we can start with. Okay. So um, let's, this is like what we do um, on the clarity call, right? Is we, we start with the audience. So it's our 30 day reach. It's um, information that's in Facebook business manager. Okay. So um, I had a post that went viral on Facebook, mm -hmm. which was great. Mm -hmm. um, so that is, I got a reach of 787,000 on Facebook last month. Okay. And um, this. I've got my calculator out for you. Okay. <laughs> we can do it in the sheets too, but. Um, okay, good. And this, I would do, I do want to say like this is, a, this also ties back to some amazing inner circle training. It's the 30 day audience booster. Like people do not sleep on this. Like it is so good. The 30 day audience booster, like make that your guiding star because it's all about repeating like the posts that do well and like just reposting and reposting and reposting and getting the same stuff out there because we don't actually know like if something's gonna blow up or not and this i reposted something i had reposted it like five times and on the sixth time it hit and it went crazy and it brought like all these new people in I got to invite a bunch of people to like my page. Like it was amazing. Oh, wow. Wow. That's because that training is not new. <laughs> the 30 day audience. No. Wow. Okay. But it's I'm so talking. good. Like, yay. I, I, a lot of people in the group, they're like, I'm, I'm sick of the hamster wheel. I'm sick of like always turning out content and not feeling like I'm getting anywhere, but it's like, you got to repost. And it's that same thing. It's like, bringing it all together. Like people just need to see it over, over and over and over again to even feel good about it. Like people see something the second, third, fourth time. And that's like a good feeling to them. It's not bad. They're not bored. Yep. Like, oh, yeah. I know what that is. You're right. That's how, if we think of our own behavior, it's the same. Mm -hmm. You're yeah. exactly right. Oh, that's really interesting. I'm learning something too. <laughs> Okay. And then um, this is my number on Instagram. So I got to say, when I looked at it, I was like, it's only up 9%. No, it's up 9,000%. Yeah. So 3.8 million guys. Yeah. It's 3.8 million. It's a huge opportunity for you. Yes. That's so this is talk to me. You've got a huge <laughs> opportunity. Wow. Okay. So this is what has been really exciting about the past two weeks, let's say. Oh. And um, it's also just like churning in my stomach because like you said, Susan, I have an opportunity and I'm like, what am I going to do? So your audience size in the last 30 days is 4.6 million people. Yes. Yes, it is. That's amazing. So your 30 day goal is going to be what? <laughs> I don't know. Let's make it two hundred thousand. Okay. I think that I think you can do better. I'm gonna talk. I to think you I can. When we talk. <laughs> well, what do you think? What do you think it should be? Well, I think that you just said something really valuable before we started thinking about what you're going to do in the next month and it was uh, to repost content. And so I know that uh, Melissa had, you'll have to all go follow her at bite pretty. Um, but she had a, uh, she did a little April fools joke where she took one of her helmets and she put this heinous blonde curly wig on it and said that was the new product and somebody actually bought it. That's the best. Um, which of course you didn't ship, but that's the video that went viral, isn't it? Yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> so that, well, actually, Susan, there are, there are two videos that have gone viral <laughs> at this point. So one is that one. Yeah. The hair helmet is that, that was my April fool's prank. I try to do one every year. They're so much fun They're I, you know, they're very personally gratifying. I don't often expect that reaction, but that was amazing. And the other one was a basic unboxing and kind of voiceover of me explaining my brand, explaining my mission. And it's even, it's like a no sale sale. I'm like, this is why it's not the right product for you. 
And that ended up going viral on two platforms as well within the same two week period. Um, and that one is amazing. Like that one is is 100% like within the brand DNA. So seeing that was huge also. Like that was really cool. So you know how to make video ads. So I, you could make that one particularly into a video ad. But I want to talk to you about this kind of content. And, okay. um, and this is good for anyone who's listening to this is that this kind of real and raw content that you're talking about. Um, and I, I can think of someone else who is actually a friend of yours who's done so well with that. And it's Sylvie, Sylvie from Eclair Lips, who's just the lip balm. She has a lip balm empire. And she's built it in the last two years by building her audience and doing these videos. And I feel like um, you just need to jump on that train and do that. So again, like she's got a whole system. You should set up a chit chat with her because she, she has, I remember when we were at our mastermind meeting in September and I had to hold her phone to record and I'm like, Oh, look at this. Look at what she's got. Like she uses the voice memo so well. And I could see you doing something like that too, where you just come up with crazy ideas that, um, that you could make little videos of with your voice. And you could even repurpose content. Like it could just be B-roll and your voice over it. B-roll is just like, it could be, a, for example, it could be just a video, which I know you have content of you riding your bike with mm -hmm. your hat on. And um, I think it's, it's, it's a game changer. And so I would embrace that and try and maintain that. First of all, call Sylvie, ask her what her audience size is. Get a competition, a friendly competition going. But I think that you can, you have um, everything you need to maintain that. Okay. And you. Sylvie, like we were in the math, I was in the mastermind with Sylvie and she's amazing. And like, um, I basically was like, okay, what do I, and I've heard her on the podcast, of course, as well. And she posts often in the group and I was just like, okay, I just need to do whatever Sylvie says. I think for me, like I'm not, a, Sylvie's an amazing maker and she has tons of process videos and I don't make my products. And so I was really struggling for a long time. It was like, okay, how, like, what can I make? What can I show? Because I know that process videos are really engaging and that was my struggle. And so when it, when I was like, oh, well, what, what does the customer need to see? They need to see an unboxing. Did you just, can you just say that again for everyone who's listening? When I was trying to come up with video ideas, I sat down and I thought to myself, what does the customer need to see? Yes. And that's the one that went viral on TikTok and Instagram as well, which was great. You need, um, you can do the same thing that Sylvie's doing, like the same concept, but yours will be consumption videos. Yeah. 10 places to wear your like pretty hat and look the best Starbucks <laughs> getting the mail. Okay, Dar you. you know, get Darcy to slap one on and do something fun with you. Okay. Yeah. I will. I, th I think that that's your ticket to keep that audience size up to um, over, over the 4 million mark. And I have to say that I, I I'm actually going to get Sylvie's going to come on the podcast in the next couple of weeks to, because she's got a great story that is all about how she's um, monetized this big, huge audience that she's built. So super interesting. So, so you're feeling really good. Your audience is 4.6 million. What happened to your traffic? So this is your last day traffic. Let's, Let's uh, do we need a drum roll? Okay. Now I'm in, uh, I'm in my Google analytics, my favorite place. Yes. You know what? Let's include today. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Okay. So. <laughs> Tell everybody what your traffic is. So my traffic is 33,500. Yeah. So let's talk about this for a minute. This is turning into a completely different call than I thought it was going to be. I didn't know you were going to give me all these numbers, these great numbers. So 33,000, how much like how much stepping on the gas did you do? How much of that happened organically because of your audience size? Oh, 100%. Okay. I mean, it's the social media, like, yeah. 
Okay. So none of it was you saying, hey, I'm going to throw 10 grand at ads this month. Let me, I have a funny theory. So like I said, I mentioned traffic bootcamp and I also mentioned reposting. And I, for my traffic bootcamp, like middle funnel ad, so this is people who have already in, interacted with my brand on Facebook. Um, I'm showing them the same video that I show as my like engagement video. And that is basically the same video as the one that went viral on TikTok and Instagram. It's not the Hera Helmet one. It's the one that explains, it's a serious one that explains my brand um, right. in a cute way. And I think it's a little bit related. Like, I don't think it's a pure coincidence. I think that like people seeing it top of funnel, middle of funnel. So I think that like boosted the organic experience of that. Yes, I agree with you 100%. People need to see things. Well, we know like stats say from Clavio that people need to see a pop-up three times before they even name it. And so I feel like, and we all know from doing, you know, our frequency recency exercise that we do in reliable revenues, it's like, nobody's got a number less than three times that, that before they're, you know, likely to get a sale. And, and if it is less than three, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. So mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think that just seeing that same thing over, over maybe the period of a week or two weeks, several times is reinforcing in their mind that you're top of mind. The other thing I just want to mention, like this is turning into a different podcast is I think that that brand video is so important and so important that um, we just launched Neutron for the, to create a brand video. And it doesn't have to be like super high, um, like high value production, high production value. It's like literally can be a Canva video. (laughs) And that's what we're training. And I think that any store owner who doesn't have one is leaving money on the table for exactly. And your first one can be kind of crappy, actually. They get it's better. better if it's, I mean, it, it will be because it's your first one, yeah. but it, that's, it's actually fine. It's actually important that it is kind of crappy. Yeah. So that you're real. And so, so you got, 33,000 web visitors last month. And if you had had to pay for those web visitors, like, like I find that like, if you can get traffic for under 20 cents a click, it's like, you should be doing some naked backflips down the road. Like that's so good. Okay. Let me hold on a second because my, my traffic bootcamp ad is something like 15 cents a click. So th- And I, I spend like $5 a day or something on it. So 33, 582. I will say 15 cents. So you've got a great ad. So that would be a $5,000 ad spend. (laughs) But instead you're spending, what'd you say? How much is it costing you for a view of your video? Um, 15 cents. So it's like $5 a day. So yeah. Yeah. And you're building that audience. I have my cost of customer acquisition spreadsheet. We can go over that later too, if you want, Susan. Or maybe on another, another call. Okay, okay. okay. Want eyes to bleed or ears to bleed because we... Part only- two. Part two. <laughs> You're so good at doing the work. Honestly, you Make are. Make sure to subscribe to see part two. Yes. <laughs> so good. Okay, so $33,000 or 33000 um, web visitors. Now you have a, a lower conversion rate than... Oh, yeah. Because your average order value is bumping at the $200 mark. And I would expect with that much new traffic, because there's a lot of first-time visitors in there, I'm sure, that your conversion rate drop even more. Yes. Tell me. And we do this uh, focus marketing, which is really just the percentage. We, we measure that by the percentage of sales we're able to get from email. But let's talk about your sales from that. So my, so go into Clavio, you think? We can go into Clavio if you want. Do you want to look at the focus marketing first? Yeah, focus marketing or conversion rate. I don't know. I mean, I think my focus marketing, it's probably around 50% because I do a ton of email. Yeah. So that would be, that's amazing. Let's go right to your conversion rate. Okay. Uh
Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so in let's look at Google. Yes, so here's my conversion rate. Conversion rate. So it dropped. Point two. Oh yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. But that's normal. <laughs> but here's what I want people to see too, and this will be really um, impactful for our reliable revenue students who've just finished that course. I just saw a quick view of your analytics, and I think your conversion rate for returning visitors was 1.4%. Is that right? 1.27%. Yeah. People who've had multiple visits, two or more to your site, are converting at 1.27%. And these new visitors are converting at 0.14. But that adds up to almost $9,000 in sales for you, those 0.14. And how much of that would you not have had if you hadn't built that big audience at the top. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I, the training has totally flipped my thinking too about like what happens when someone comes to my store, because now I'm like shocked that anybody buys on the first visit. And I just to myself, I'm like, well, that's just like a Google analytics error. Like (laughs) that person, whoever buys on the first visit, they're just not tracked. Yeah, it could be a cookie error for sure. But, um, yeah, you should be. We all should be shocked if people purchase on the first visit. And I think you're right. There's probably a lot of errors there because that's not how people roll, especially coming straight from social media. Yeah. In all the years. So so I've had a business since 1990. So I've had business for 33 years. And in all the years I've had my own business, I have never seen a place where I could get in front of as many people for as little money as social media, even though it costs more than it used to, even though it's changed, you know, the cookie situation is, has changed things, but, but even if you used it to build a great big, a huge audience, and then you did the work to get them back to your site, like you just said, it's, you're spending $5 a day. I've spent more than $5 a day on all my ads, but on that video that, yeah, Yeah. it's just, it's just the cheapest, fastest way. So your audience was up nine, (laughs) 9,000%. Yeah. (laughs) And I mean, but you know, a lot of things have to line up and you have to feel your way and you've been doing this for a while, but what a great demonstration. And so what do you, what do you want to talk about? Let's be a little bit strategic. We've got, we've got a couple. What do you want to please? What, yeah. What what's next? What do you want to know? What what should we talk? Um, so I want to I want to talk about like what I've been going through, Susan, because like it feels like amazing success, right? To have something blow up on social media. Like I haven't really been, you know, I try to post something like once a week, twice a week, something like that. I try to keep up with it, but I'm not like I wasn't ever counting on it, and so when it happened. Um, I got this feeling in the pit of my stomach that like, I need to squeeze as much juice from this as possible. And then psychologically, you know, I'm just getting tons of notification, tons of questions, like all this exposure. And it's incredibly hard to like sort through all that noise and be strategic and just focus on like what I, what's best for my business right now. Yep. So So you woke up in uh, 30 days. And you, um, and you gave yourself a snapshot of this because we know this works. So your funnel, if you built your funnel in 30 days, what, what would a really good outcome look like to you? Audience size, do we want to say 4 million? Or do you want to manage your expectations down lower? Like you get to choose. Yeah. That's, that's hard. Okay. I'm going to say 3 million. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so in a perfect world, you'd still have an audience of 3 million. I feel like, yeah, I guess I feel like, um, and um, I feel like Susie's, Susie's, I feel like Sylvie has like mentioned this before. It's just this feeling of like, it's a wave. How long is it yeah. going to last? And I'm here to share that. I think she's over that presently. <laughs> Like she, she's not worried about it. I'm far less worried about it than she was. Okay. 
So that gives me hope because I'm like, this is all going to evaporate. And I remember her saying that and I'm feeling that. Yeah. So, so I think what I see is this 30 day web visitor traffic looks to be about 7% of your audience, which is super high. Unless I've got it wrong and it's 0.7%. Let me do the math again. Cause I don't usually work in millions here. For <laughs> Let me, I usually don't use decimals. I'm thinking I need to make, I need to make uh, uh, decimals here. By four, six, one, three. So, guys, what I'm doing is I'm taking the traffic and dividing it by the audience size. Yeah, I think seven percent, or it might be point zero seven percent. Let me do it also. I think it's I think it's point zero seven. Okay, everyone's seeing my true genius now. But who cares, right? This is how it is. This is how it goes. This is how it is. Okay. Yeah. And then, yeah, let's make it. Oh. Okay. Yeah, 0.73%. Okay. So if you have 3 million and 0.73%, because you're coming into your best season, right? I am. So if it's 3 million and it's 0.73, just do the math on that. So 3 million times uh, 0.73. I guess. Okay, that's 21,000. And I think that you can bank on actually now upping your conversion rate a little bit. So what if we up your conversion rate 25%? Because you got a lot of new people in your um, automations now, right? That you're bringing back. Yeah. So that was another thing I did when I was like stressing out, I guess. Well, maybe we can talk about that later. I'll talk about the two things I did when I was yeah. Excited, stressing. So, so what if we said you could bump up your conversion rate to, I don't know, 0. 0.5? Okay. So that would be 21,835 times 0. 0.5, 0. 0.05. I love it that you can actually work the sheets. I cannot do that. <laughs> I can kind of do it. Okay. No, that's wrong. Point. Okay, here we go. Okay, here you go. So, um, so that would be how many sales? Like that would be a lot of transactions. It would be about a hundred and some transactions. Anyway, so the people who are watch- listening to this as a podcast are now rolling their eyes, going, oh, well, come over to YouTube where we post the video yes. of this. Yes, <laughs> which we did. Yeah, we have a channel. We haven't really used it yet. So, so, but definitely we'll share this video uh, so that people can see the whole thing. So would that feel like you're winning? Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. So then the first thing you have to do is you go back and you look at what worked to get you the 4 million audience and you do more of that. And there's no reason you can't change that uh, April Fool's video if you want to, to say, uh, you know, uh, is this real or not real? So something like that vote or, you know, something to get some engagement. Okay. Okay. You're kind of blowing my mind. You're blowing my mind here because I don't, I mean, I did it as an April Fool's and I don't think I would have ever done it as like, lead generation you know what I mean but I don't think you're wrong Susan like I think I have to listen to you would you wear this it could be a simple yes or no you know to get them to click who who knows what it is but go back to what what was working already maybe spend ten dollars a day on your video ad like maybe that's what you do is spend ten dollars a day on your video ad too I, you know, I don't know what it is, but I, I'm going to say that what you have in place already is working to get that traffic to your site. So whatever you did to get uh, the 4.6 million, that worked to get 33,000 people, which is maybe, I guess, extra. Like you, the month before you got 9,000 people doing what you did. Mm-hmm. So it got you an extra 23, 24,000 people. And so you can feel confident that whatever you're doing in that next stage of the funnel is working. 
the biggest thing you have to do, the biggest job for you is to keep that audience size up. Everything else in your your, uh, funnel when you build it is already set up to convert. Right? So if you just... I guess I'm worried about that. I'm worried that I'm not hitting people with enough retargeting ads and I'm not like... It can be a problem for another day. If you worry about all the things, you know what happens, right? You just kind of like circles and end up sitting in the corner sucking your thumb. (laughs) Right? (laughs) The place where it all starts, and I've seen this enough times now to know, right? And with other people who have really done such a great job of building this audience, that's where it starts. And so if you just said to yourself, and you're so creative, and you're so um, technically good to do all sorts of crazy things, now's your time to experiment. Now's your time to say, okay, what can I do? Some of it will be a flop. Some of it won't. But going. And I don't think it would hurt for you to just um, get on a call with your friend Sylvie and say, okay, here's what's happened. This happened to you. What would you, what would you recommend I do so that I don't lose my mind and spend all my time running around making dumb videos? Like what would be an organized way to first of all, maintain this. And then when I want to take it to the next step and make it a little bit bigger, what's an organized way to do that? That's what I So I did ask her. I can tell it's great advice because I already took it. And she she told me what to do. All right. So can we just talk about this for a minute? Just that part of it, because, um, you know, we have such a great community of people who share really openly, and you're certainly one of them that does. But it really it sounds so trite, but it does take a village. And so one of the best things that every one of us can do for ourselves, and I know you have done that is get yourself in a place where you make connections that are more than a surface connection. Because if you hadn't been in, for example, in that mastermind with Sylvie, you might've known her from the inner circle, but you would never have felt brave enough or comfortable enough to say, Sylvie, I I need you. And we all need someone like that. 100%. Yeah. And if you had five people like that, even better. But I, I mean, I, yeah, I don't know how, I mean, I have met, met so many wonderful people in the inner circle and it's, I know I have way more than five people I can call upon. You are one of those wonderful people too, right? You share really generously. And so you already have a plan. You've already talked to her and said, Hey, what would you do if this were you? And so now that I know that you've had this thing, because I did not really know this right before (laughs) this podcast. Now that I know this, I want to follow up with you and see. But I think I think the world is your oyster. You might be on Jimmy Kimmel in a, in six months. <laughs> I'm freaked out. I'm freaked out. I I kind of like I'm looking at the traffic numbers and I'm like, okay, can it calm down already? And I can just go back to my like little like everyday like comfortable tasks. Um, and then I'm like internally like, no, this is what you are working towards. That's like what I'm working for. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Just work on maintaining it. Okay. Say, Hey, I just need to maintain this now. I just need to maintain that audience because I know I have the rest in place. And once I feel confident that I've got that, then let's go down and see what we can do to get more of that traffic on our email list. That's our next thing, right? Step two, okay. get them on my email list because what we didn't talk about so much is the focus uh, marketing stage of the funnel, but like you're, you're hovering around 50% of your sales are from email marketing. And so that's a really good, so you don't have to, like, you don't have to worry about that part right now. Let's just keep building that audience. And then the next step is how do I get them on my list? How can I get super creative to get this many people on our list? Like pump up my lead generation to triple. I did do that. Because my lead, my email sign up was crap. It was really bad. And when I got the traffic, it was even worse. So my before I got this traffic bump, I was like under two percent consistently, and I had the ten percent off, just like offer for regular pop up. And I was like, this is bad, but I'm gonna like 
I'll work on this later. And then um, it dropped even more. It was like 0.6% or something. Um, so I was like, I think I owe it to myself to like do a little A-B test right now. And so you just which, said, which you got to yeah. test because you had so much traffic. Yeah, exactly. It was like less than 12 hours and it was the 10% off on one side and it was enter my giveaway on the other. And the giveaway one was like five times. Yeah. And you then you put them in a flow and you can start tracking conversion on that. You can book a call with Claudia and she'll set you up some super fancy fancy reports for that so that you can track their purchases all over, like all over your email, not just over that flow. It's kind of, it gives you a really good sense of the value of a customer that's coming in through that channel. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was one of the things that was like keeping me up at night. Like, you got to fix this. You And so you're really smart. So trust yourself. But thank you for sharing all this. So gang, this was not like, this is an episode that I thought would be a little more cut and dried than this, but this is such a valuable information really no matter where you are on um, on your journey. And so I'm going to, I have a video of this and, you know, you might see us make some funny faces, but I think that certainly um, we'll find a way to make the video available um, to, to you if it's okay. I guess I need to ask Melissa. If- oh yeah. I'm excited too. I'm I like these numbers, seeing a real story, it helped me so much. And I just want people to feel like, normal (laughs) too. Yeah. And, and be encouraged that it's entirely possible. So this is, um, and it's 2023 when everyone's saying, well, the pandemic rush is over. It's not, it's just marketing is marketing is needs to be first. So, so, um, by pretty.com go check Melissa. Yeah. She's a really good follow her. If you're an inner circle member, go do that brand video. I'll try and put a link to your brand video on, uh, on the show notes too, so that people can okay. see really good. So I made a landing page too. I have been working on that and I rush released it so that it matched one of the videos that was going viral. Um, that was another thing that I did like one sleepless night. <laughs> you had a few. So good. Well, thank you so much for sharing everything. I so appreciate it. Thank you so much, Susan. I'm going to follow up. Okay. Hey there. Are your sales a lot slower than you thought they would be? So frustrating. You know you have a good product and you're just kind of stumped, wondering what you're missing and what it's going to take before you'll get the sales you want every day. So I want to share a free workshop I made for you. Before you start making more changes on your website, I want you to take a little bit of time and watch this. Spend 40 minutes with me and you're going to see why you're not getting the sales that you want and you will be clear on what it is you really need to do to move the needle. I'm almost positive it's not changed something on your website. Head on over to thesocialsalesgirls.com forward slash sales every day and go have a watch. This is training from our inner circle. It's in our foundations unit. Our members get it right away and they leave feeling confident about their site, their product, their pricing, and they're ready to get on the path to success. I want to share that with you. So the URL is the socialsalesgirls.com sales every day. I'll stick it in the show notes. See you soon.